today we're going to stay on the theme of community. Um, but I just want us to take a moment and and to pray and just to set our hearts on Him. And as we pray, um, this isn't just an appetizer before we get into you know, the main course. Too many times I think when we pray, we just kind of rush through it and we, we treat it religiously, if you will. Instead of uniting our hearts with the Lord and coming into agreement with prayer. So we're just going to take a moment and exalt Jesus and set our sights on him and ask him to have our way. So let's come into agreement with that prayer, okay? Dear Jesus, we set our sights on you. We set our focus on you. Our mind, our heart, our will, our emotions. We look to you with full attentiveness and with full expectation. Jesus, have your way. We came into this place needing a touch from you, whether we knew it or not. We need to be touched by you. We need to be changed by you, Lord. All that we need, Lord Jesus, we find in you. All that we need. So we look to you. Father, right now is an act of my will. I just yield to you. And Lord, I ask you to do that awesome thing that you do, that you just take this word and, and let it go straight to the center of each of our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. First Kings twenty two seventeen in the NIV says this. Then Micaiah answered, I saw all Israel scattered on the hills like sheep without a shepherd. And the Lord said, These people have no master. Let each one go home in peace. Matthew nine, thirty five and thirty seven. Jesus traveled through all the towns and villages of that area, teaching in the synagogues and announcing the good news about the kingdom. And he healed every kind of disease and illness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were confused and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. He said to his disciples, the harvest is great, but the workers are few. As we talk about community tonight, I want us to talk about the shepherd's heart. The need for us to have the shepherd's heart. In John chapter 10, Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. We know that Jesus is the good shepherd. And we read these passages about people being scattered and, and being like sheep without a shepherd. We see from the onset, the word tells us there's a group of people out there in the world that are hurting, that are without a shepherd, without the good shepherd, without Jesus, and they need him. In Matthew 9, we, we taught on that recently about the need for workers because the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. We see the example of Jesus Christ that he went through the towns and the synagogues. He went into the places where they worked and the places they worshipped, the places they lived and the places that they considered holy. 
teaching, healing, providing touches, providing truth. We think uh, of those that, that are sheep and we say, yeah, we're to point them to Jesus. And that's exactly true. But the word shepherd is used so often in the Bible. And it's one of those words that all too often we think only applies to pastors. Shepherds is not just used to refer to pastors. Shepherds is used to refer to leaders who are willing to point people to Jesus, who are willing to point them to the good shepherd. Here at Impact Rock, to be a leader in this place, the first qualification, uh, actually, Second qualification. First qualifications, you gotta be saved. Okay, so, all right. Get out of the way in case some, you know, if we have some guests here, like, wow, these people have loose qualifications. Okay, so be saved and there's other qualifications. But you've got to have the shepherd's heart. You've got to know the shepherd. You've got to love the shepherd. And you've got to have his heart. And when we have his heart, then we can effectively minister to his people. Without the shepherd's heart, Now hear me. Without the shepherd's heart, we have no business teaching them. Without the shepherd's heart, we have no business prophesying over them. We have no business ministering to them in any way. If we don't love God and love His people, I don't don't know what in the heck we'd be ministering out of. I don't know what would, would come from us. But whatever it is, they don't need it. They can find it on a in a good movie or so. I don't know. I mean, you know, without Jesus, that's what we need to be ministering. To have the shepherd's heart. When we talk about this community, we can't look at the work that's to be done and let that consume us. The work, the work, the effort, the work. No. When we have the shepherd's heart, the things that we do to draw them to Jesus, to point people to Jesus, to encourage those who are walking with Jesus. That's all part of it. It's it's blessing. It's life. 1 Kings 22, 17, that first passage we read. Then Micaiah answered, I saw all people scattered on the hills like sheep without a shepherd. And the Lord said, These people have no master. Let each one go home in peace. They have no master. Friends, it's not enough that we have a form of godliness. It's not enough that we have a form of belief. Jesus has to be our master. We call call him Lord and Savior. He's not just Savior. He is Lord and Savior. Savior, we acknowledge the work he's done. The completed work, the finished work, nothing else to do. The work he did was completed. He is our Savior. We're saved. We trust in him. We confess with our mouth. We are saved. But now we've got to live life. After we've done that, now we've got to walk it out. With him as our master. With him as the one that we say yes to. Hey, you're the boss. Whatever you say goes, boss. 
Anybody? I love the movie Cool Hand Luke. Anyone else love Cool Hand Luke? If you haven't seen Cool Hand Luke, you need to see Cool Hand Luke. One of the, but there is calling him boss. So sidetrack. Over here, boss. You got it, boss. That's what we're supposed to say to Jesus. You got it, boss. You got it. Except the beauty is he's not just boss. He's friend. He's not just boss. He's lover. He's not just. We get to have relationship with him. But let's not be mistaken. It's not a, a democracy where that we get to chime in our opinion and everything. I mean, Lord, your opinion is what matters. And doing uh, marriage ministry and, and, and different types of counseling, one of the things we always do from the onset is say, okay, before we begin, we're going to pray. And as we pray, we need to come to agreement. Let's say, let's say a husband and wife are, are arguing. And... and Karen and I step in and we're doing some ministry. We say, okay, before we continue, we have to, we have to come to agreement on something. We have to agree that you don't want to be right and you don't want to be right. That you're willing to surrender your right to be right and that we're going we're gonna to pray and say, Jesus, we want you to be right. And whatever you say goes. Even if that means I'm not right. Jesus, I want you to be right. And, and honestly, there's no sense going further. If they're like, no way, I ain't praying that. It's like, God bless you. I'm, we're going home to our family. There's no, there's no reason to continue. If we don't want Jesus to be right, if we hold our will and what we desire ahead of him, he's not master. Go home. They might as well go home. I love that passage. Tell them to go home. Got nothing for them. They're without a master. But yet, you know, we look at masters being bondage. Not when you're a bondservant. Not when you willingly say, you're, you're the perfect master. Where else would I go? I come to you and willfully lay down my life. That's what a bondservant is. In this community, in the work that we're supposed to do and the ministry that we're supposed to do and the ways that we're supposed to support one another and point people to Jesus. We have to be absolutely certain that we understand who the boss is, who the good shepherd is, the one that we want to have his way. And that's Jesus. And we have to have his heart. In ministry, we have to have his heart I think I said this a few weeks ago. One day I left work early and I was just going to come home and spend time with the Lord because I just hadn't spent much time with the Lord that week. And Kara called me and she's like, I need to pick up Acacia. I'm like, all right, I just want to be with Jesus. So I'll go get Acacia. <laughs> and so I picked up Acacia and Acacia's like, why'd you leave work early, Daddy? You okay? You know, is everything okay? And I'm like, yeah, baby, I just needed to be with Jesus. And I, I talked to her and I said, it's not enough that that I have a compelling sermon to preach, that I have elaborate words to preach. If I don't spend time with Jesus, then I have nothing to bring on Saturday because what I minister is the overflow of my time with Jesus. That's what's most important. So that's what I need. I just need time with Jesus. So I left work early and, and I'm like, does that make sense? She's like, yeah. And I could tell it made sense. She looks very riveted right now, but I could tell at the moment... <laughs> That it made sense, and she was very excited about it. Let's pray for our young people. We are called to shepherd. Friends, we're called to lead. We're called to point them to Jesus. 
Point them to Jesus. Point them to Jesus. You know, today we had a couple discussions on the booth out there and, and one of our brothers was like, what if they ask a question? What if I'm talking to someone and they ask a question that I can't answer? I'm like, well, point them to me and if I don't know, I'll tell them I don't know and I'll get their number and I'll call them back. You know, but bottom line is we don't have to have all the answers. We just got to point them to Jesus. I asked a handful of people uh, to come up here and and to pray. And we're just going to take a little bit of time and we're just going to pray for some things. We're going to pray for this community. You know, in preparing this message tonight, in preparing this service tonight, um, there was one thing that was abundantly clear. We just wanted to please Jesus. We just wanted to please God. By lifting up this community, by praying for the lost, by praying for the believers, the ministers, the leaders, by praying for the families, by praying for people to have jobs and provision, to pray for our young people, to pray for the eerie pastors, Christian leaders, to pray for the lost, to pray for the believers, to be bold witnesses, to do these things pleases our Father. It pleases our Father. My little monologue at the beginning about sometimes in prayer we're just kind of spectators and we we don't treat it with the importance it is. There was purpose in that because we're going to spend some time in prayer and, and folks, we're wrong if we dismiss prayer as being a lesser part of the service than the bringing of the Word or, or the, the worshiping of Jesus or the taking of communion. It's not a lesser part. It is not our opportunity to clock out. It's not our opportunity to start making dinner plans. It is a powerful, important part. See, what the things we're praying, He agrees with us. He's like, this is what I want you to pray. So when we come into agreement with him and his heart and we lift these things up, what's the result? Powerful results. When we find his heart and we pray things that are specific to his heart and his will and what he desires, we see results. We get to, we get to pray. These things we lift up, it's not in vain. We get to do so with faith, knowing that there are going to be results. So friends, let's not check out. Those people that I asked to come up and pray, uh, if you guys could just come up here and um, we'll have, let's have the the prophecy mic as the the live mic. Um, And... Here's what we have. We asked someone to lead us in prayer. And I'm just going to go ahead and I'll, I'll say what the topic is. And church, I want us to come into agreement as we pray for our community. So Melody is going to go first. She's going to pray for Erie families and, and the Erie children. And as we do, friends, God has called us here. Not just us here. He's called us here to minister to this community. You are called. 
This is in accordance with God's purpose and His will. He called you here. I don't. It doesn't matter where you live. You're called to minister to Erie, Colorado. To be a shepherd, to point them to the Good Shepherd. So, as we pray, as we come into agreement, let's take seriously that that calling and that responsibility. So let's let's join in prayer as we pray for Erie families. Father God, I know that you have got good things in store for Erie. You have called many people to Erie, not just Mark and Karen, not just the people in this body, but many bodies to Erie. There is there is something changing. Your spirit initiates that. Your heart had Erie families in mind when you sent us out yes, years ago. You were stirring. You were like, all right, something, you know, there's families need something in Erie. I'm going to send Mark and Karen. I'm going to send uh, Pastor Matthew and I, I'm going to send some people and help is on the way. Jesus, you are on the way. I speak Jesus to be Lord over the families in Erie. Times are not pleasant now, but you are. You are good. You are the great I am. There is stress. There are job issues. There's there's all sorts of needs and all sorts of practical things that have to have to come into play, Lord. I ask that you would meet tangible needs for the families, Lord. Where there is lack, where there where you know, ends won't meet. Father, create a miracle. Create a miracle. I pray that we would help families that everyone would do its part the body of christ is not just a body of people but it is your your church your bride i pray that we would do your work gladly and i pray your hand your favor like a shield over the families in erie the mothers and fathers over the marriages jesus your hand be on them i pray for um some free counseling, free therapy, free free services in that area where there are families that are going through a hard time who are in separation or mode or in divorce mode and just don't know where else to go, don't know what else to do. If they haven't experienced a good, healthy upbringing, they don't know what one looks like. So, Father, I pray that you would bring more resources into Erie to bless families, which in turn bless the children. Father, your heart is all about children, the innocent, the young those that are absorbing everything like sponges. Oh God, strengthen families in the spirit, in the spirit, Father. Strengthen. I pray that your spirit would enter their homes. I know that there there are fights going on even now as I speak, just because we're mankind and that's what we do. Father, I pray that you would enter their homes. Jesus, where they've never thought about God before, I pray that you you would just plant a seed in their heart that something's got to help. Something's got to help. Something's got to give. I bless the children, Father. I bless them with your word. I pray that joy would rise up in their hearts, that even if they've never heard of Jesus or the Bible, you are God. You are God. You you come to everyone. Every single person has a God-shaped hole in their heart. And we were made to know you. We were made 
to have relationship with you. Father, I pray that you would come to the kids in in dreams or through their friends at school, um, through their friends' parents. However, however it takes shape and form, Lord God, be faithful and diligent. Jesus, I speak your name. Jesus. The name above every name over this town. I bless the businesses here and I bless the schools in this place. Oh, Jesus, you alone be lifted high. You alone be Lord. If there's any uh, home that is struggling with drugs or alcohol, any kind of addiction or pornography or anything like that, Father, I pray that you would release that family of the burden of it. Sin is a burden and it hurts. Father, rescue them. Rescue them. Rescue the family. Rescue the marriages. Rescue the relationships. Because when people get into really bad stuff, they they tend to cut themselves off and to hide and to isolate. But we were made for relationship, Lord. Father, rescue. Nothing is be- Nothing is beyond you. Nothing is stronger than you. It is not hopeless. You are the way, the truth, and the life. In Jesus' name. I just want to tag on that a little bit. Lord, we just lift up families before you, Lord, and specifically marriages, Lord. Lord, for for marriages that are struggling or that are on the brink, Lord, or that, that find it too tough, Lord, I just speak healing right now in Jesus' name. Lord, let your truth, Lord, unite husband and wife, Lord. I just pray that marriages would be strengthened right now in Jesus' name. And I plead the blood of Jesus over over the marriages in the town of Erie. Lord, bring healing, Lord. Draw them back together. Lord, the saved, the unsaved, it doesn't matter, Lord. I just ask for salvation in that that covenant of marriage, Lord. Lord, I do ask that those marriages, Lord, where they're not looking to you, Lord, that they would come to know you and your salvation. Lord, I just ask, speak a healing and a strengthening over marriages in our town, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, I want Hawk to come forward now. And Hawk's going to pray that the lost in Erie would know the Good Shepherd, that they would know His love. And and as as he gets ready to pray, you know, this is that encouragement to kind of go back. And this is a group activity. So feel free to just kind of pray right there in your seat. It's, we can all kind of, you know, join into prayer in agreement at once. In other words, I need all the help I can get. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, by the way, Hawk is one of those guys. He's like, Pastor, I'll, I'll serve and do whatever I can. Just don't ever ask me to pray in public. So, there we go. So let's let's uh, join uh, Hawk as we uh, pray for the lost in our town. Father God, we come to you tonight to pray for the lost that do not know you yes, Lord. and that do not know how great you are. As someone who was recently one of the lost and has only recently gotten to know you, I know how difficult it is for people such as myself to accept you and to believe what people tell them. It's it's not as easy as it seems. So I, I actually pray to uh, 
give you the strength to not give up on us and to allow us to work or to allow you to work through us and to use us to reach out to those that have that do not know you in this town and uh, not just I don't want it to just stop in Erie I want us to reach out to everybody in Erie and I want everybody in Erie to continue to reach out to their friends and their family and I want it to to just become a, a nationwide and a global I want everyone to know the power of you Lord and uh, sorry it's difficult to still. <clears throat> Lord, I want you to use me. Yes, Lord. And I want you to use this body yes, in any way that you see fit to reach the people that do not know you. And to give us the strength and the courage to tell people about you. People that we're afraid of, oh, what's this guy going to think? Don't worry about it. Tell them. Tell everyone about the power of, of Jesus Christ and of you, Lord God. And bring them, bring them here. Anybody who doesn't know Jesus, just let them accidentally walk through our doors one night. And just sit down and listen and get to know what they may have never known was missing in their lives. And I know... Pastor Mark will touch on this at the end of service, but if there's anyone here tonight who's been kind of on the fence or who's been thinking about it, now is the time. He's always available. All you have to do is say yes. Say yes, Lord. You are Lord of my life and I give myself to you. And I pray that this church body grows in strength and in numbers so that we can reach more and more people. And in your name, amen. 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 Christine is going to pray for jobs and provision for Erie residents. Um, Melody prayed that times are tough. So we're just going to pray the Lord's blessing and provision uh, in the area of jobs and provision over our town. Father, we just... <clears throat> I just see like a thick fog that just covers Erie with a mentality that <laughs> provision is bad, especially in the Christian community. And right now I just speak against that. And I pray, Lord, that you just cut that fog and just blow it away. I pray that right now in the name of Jesus that you would just set pillars of strength in the community that people can reach out to, whether it be mental clarity, how to budget, jobs. Father God, I just I speak healing to minds that are just crushed right now from financial stress. I just see like a claw around their brain right now Lord I just pray that that would be removed right now and that the peace of God would just overflow them and that their mind would just rest and that from that will come clarity right now I just speak the word flourish over the town of Erie I just speak flourish flourish in the name of Jesus 
for a town that used to be desolate and that has struggled to get where they are now. Father God, I just pray that right now, grace, grace and recovery in the name of Jesus. The battle is his and not yours. God, I pray that right now, I just speak Psalm 52, 8. For I am an olive tree planted in the house of the Lord. Planted by streams of water. Father God, bring life. Too many homeless. God, you desire to provide shelter. You desire peace. And I just pray that right now, as you fill the bellies, Lord, as they're full, I pray you would counter that by making their hearts hungry for you. That their hearts would be so hungry and their bellies would be full. It says, blessed are those who hunger, for they shall be filled. They shall be filled. God, when you speak things, it, it's done. So I just I speak wholeness into the spirit realm and prosperity in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. This is weird, but I just see I don't know, like gold glitter falling onto homes. And I just feel like it's it's refreshing rain, but financially. And I just pray that, Lord, that you would give those that are already blessed with finances, Lord, strategic <laughs> plans of how to divide that money and bless your kingdom, Father. We speak blessing to the kingdom of God. And I speak against that robbing mentality that woe is me, robbing, I don't have anything, I'm poor. I just speak against those in the name of Jesus. Be prosperous and be whole in the name of Jesus. All right, now I just pray over all the homes that your blood will just cover the homes right now, Father. And again, I just echo the prayer of their hearts being hungry, Lord. And I pray from that will just grow salvation. That right now you just go in and begin to massage their hearts. Where they're not even thinking about their finances anymore. But they're hungry. And I just pray as that hunger is there, they may not even know what to do with it. I pray that divine appointments will just come into play. And that these people begin to be fruitful and multiply, not just with babies, but they would multiply in the spirit and they would multiply in their finances. Thank you that with you, Lord, in your kingdom, it's already been done, but it still needs to happen. So I just pray, I just call down things in the heavenlies that you desire for your people. And I speak it into existence, Father, out of your love for your people and your love for their wholeness and their financial well-being. 
Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Kara is going to pray now for the believers in Erie to be bold witnesses of Him. Dear Lord, I just pray Romans 1.16 over everybody in Erie, from the youngest to the oldest. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes. God, we just speak boldness, that we would not be ashamed of your gospel. Lord, we would not be ashamed of the truth that sets people free because of what they might think or they might think it's phony or they might judge us. It doesn't matter. Lord, let us be bold. Lord, use our personalities and our quirkiness and the way you made us. Lord, let us be real. Let us not be a facade or pretend that everything's okay. Let us be bold in our faith and who you've created us to be in this day, in this time. Lord, you can use our weaknesses. You can use our quirkiness. You can use it all for your glory. So God, I ask that you would stir a boldness in our children. Lord, from kindergarten to preschool to all the way up to high school, God, that they would not be ashamed of the gospel of Christ, that they would be proud in a way to say, my God is awesome. You've got to know this God. He will heal you when when you're sick. He will touch you when you're sad. He will help you on a test. He will help you with friends. Lord, that they would not be ashamed. Lord, and if somebody mocks them or somebody persecutes them with their words or their actions, Lord, I pray that it would not affect their boldness, God. They would say, that's all right. I'll pray for you all the more. Father, I pray that you would stir up a boldness in our children, Lord, at their schools, on the playground, as they talk over lunch, Lord God, that they would begin to express their passion for their Jesus and their faith and that other friends would start asking questions and that they would be bold about who you are. Lord, I pray over the high school students, God, where there's so many pressures and so many distractions and they're pulled in every direction and society and culture is constantly telling them who they are. Father God, I I just pray boldness that you would stir a passion and a righteousness that they would stand strong, that their roots would go down deep. Lord, I pray that you would plant them in churches, plant them in places where they could grow. God, I pray you would wake them up in the middle of the night and reveal yourself to them. Lord, I pray as they cry out to you that you would make yourself known, that you would be tangible, God. Lord, I pray for revival in our schools. I pray revival in our homes, God. Lord, as our neighbors ask questions, Lord, let us be bold. Lord, as we go to work, Lord, those people should know what we believe, not because we're forcing it, But because we just are, we reflect your glory. We reflect your love and your grace and your humility and your character. God, let the realness of who you are be evident in us. Not because we are great, but because you are great. God, I pray for opportunities and those divine appointments where we bump into people. And just those moments that you know there's no way this could have happened unless God made this happen. Lord, I pray that we would be bold in those situations. That we would not shy away from sharing the love of Jesus. 
that we would get past our insecurities and past ourselves and past our fears and we would share you that we would let our light shine that we would truly be salt to the earth and all the things that you've called us to be God let us not hold that for ourselves I pray a boldness over every Christian young and old and eerie God, that there would just be a season of boldness. Lord, that we would get in our word more than ever before and we would know that we know that we know that we know that you are real and that you have a purpose and a plan for everybody that we meet. Lord, this is our heart's cry. Lord, that we would no longer be hypocrites. We would no longer say one thing and live something else, God. That we would be true that our words and our actions and our lives and the way we parent and the way we're at work and the way we are, it's all the same. That you were in the middle of it all and that people would see that you are real in our weakness and in our strength. God, make us be bold. Help us be bold. Encourage us. Strengthen us. Be with us, God. That we would not be ashamed of the gospel of Christ for it is salvation to all who believe God. Andy is going to pray for Erie pastors, Christian leaders, and churches. So Erie pastors, Christian leaders, and churches. Let's join uh, in prayer. Father God, the harvest is plentiful and the workers are few, Lord. So right now I just lift your workers in Erie up to you, Father. Lord, the workers that are already here and the workers that you have yet to bring to us, Lord. Father, I pray that from their labor of love for you that they see much fruit, Father. Lord, I pray that that all the lead pastors in, in Erie, as they share the word, Lord, that, uh, that they would see fruit in that. They would see people come to know you as a result, Father. Lord, I, I just pray they would just speak life to the community, Lord. And Lord, just uh, equip them and give them rest and just give them everything that they need to reach out uh, as they pour out into the community that you would just pour into them. And Father, I, I lift up the worship leaders in the community and in the churches as well, Father. I, I just pray that every note that is played and every, every word that is sang, Lord, that they would see the fruit from that as well, Lord, that they would see the people come into your presence and see the face of Jesus. And Lord, give them rest and fill them up as they pour out into your community. Yes, Lord. And Father God, I lift up the, the pastors that, that teach our children, Lord. Lord, I pray that as they teach our children, they, they would see fruit in that, Lord. That they would see the children that they're teaching take on the attributes of Jesus. Learn to love the Lord with all their heart, Father. And Lord, I pray you bless them for that as a noble, honorable calling. Father God, I just pray that you would bless those people that pour into the children of this community. And Father, I lift up every worker, Lord, the, the people that welcome people that come into church, uh, the people that make coffee, that they would see fruit in that, Father, that the people that would come into the church that may not know you, they would just see your love through, through simple tasks, through simple things, through just a welcome, a warm welcome, a hug, a greeting. Lord, I pray that you would just, just lift all those people up as well, Lord. Thank you, Father. In your name, amen.
I just lift before you right now, Lord God, uh, Matthew and Adrian, Nick and Jim and Mike, Lord, the other pastors, Lord, that that I haven't even met or, or don't know as well as these other men, Lord, and I just ask you to bless them, Lord, and their wives, Lord, their marriages, their homes, Lord, their children, Lord. I just sustain them, Lord God. I pray, Lord, that you would just fill them right now, Lord, with your Holy Spirit and with strength, Lord God, with renewed vision and hope, Lord. Lord, bless them for the work they do, Lord. Lord, of pointing us to Jesus. Bless them, Lord. Jesus' name. The Lord put something on Anthony's heart, so. Father, I just thank you, Lord, for for Erie, Lord. I thank you for all the, the people you've set here, Lord, all the believers, Lord, the unbelievers. Father, I thank you for the people that have, have stepped into place to minister, Lord God, to to from the pastors to the youth pastors to just the people evangelizing on the streets, Lord. But right now, Father, I know that I feel that it's they're they're a little weary, Lord God, that uh, that they've just been battling just a, just the ruins that have tried to come in at times, Lord. I just pray, Lord God, as you just reassure them, Lord God. There are people here, Lord God. The cavalry's come back. They've, they've come with, with, with water, Lord, with rations, Father. They've come with sticks, stones, swords. Father, they're here. And I just pray, Lord, right now, Lord God, that, that you just give that opportunity, Lord God. Give the people the rest that they need, Father. And I pray, Lord God, that the, that the people that you sent in, Lord God, us, anybody that might come in, Lord God, just somebody passing through the street, Lord, let them step in somebody's place. Give them some rest and just preach your name, Lord God. Speak your word, Lord. Speak your life and your love. I pray, Lord God, that just love be a message behind everybody's word, Lord God. No more hellfire and brimstone and just how much the Lord is disappointed in you. I pray, Lord God, to just love and joy yes. and happiness. Yes. Father, that peace yes, come from their, their mouth, Lord God. Restore hope to a land that's once been desolate, Father. I thank you, Lord, as you start to build this place up, Lord God. I thank you that love's going to overflow it, Lord God. Let it start from the center of the town and just spread out, Lord God, to Brighton, to Frederick, to Firestone, Lord God, to Lafayette, Boulder. Let it just go. But I pray for strength and restoration, Lord God, right now. Thank you, Lord. Lord God, we ask you for revival, Lord. Lord, let, let revival sweep through our town, Lord, where that, Lord, our, our hearts become passionate for you, Lord. Lord, our lives, Lord, become transformed by you. Lord, we thank you for this town, this community. Lord, we just bless it. We thank you, Lord, for for bringing us here. And Father, following the example of your son, Jesus, when he looked to heaven and he gave thanks and Lord the result was multiplication Lord we do the same we look to heaven and we give thanks right now 
knowing that you are the gods of multiplication, Lord. Multiply churches. Let every church in this community grow, Lord God. Let every church in this community be strengthened, Lord God. Lord, let your kingdom be multiplied. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Not everybody is would call themselves a, a prayer person. Yeah, I'm not really a prayer guy. We're all prayer guys. We are all prayer guys. If we are believers, we are all prayer guys and gals. Amen.